What killed the dinosaurs? I don't think I want to know. Yeah, he's a... Yeah, see? Hot damn, Ace. It's that super fast guy from Central City. The Flash. He'll take care of this clown. You poor guys. Always confusing your pistols with your brushes. We're all in a cage match fighting to the death. Tactically, we'll have multiple objectives. Keep her busy so I can take her from behind. My control radiation, Superman. That includes red sun radiation. Just about enough of the energy blasts. You must be using some kind of mind control technology. How could you have this little party without inviting me? I should have taken you down last time. My mistake. Aquaman! Look out! Why does it what did you always call it, Clark? The never-ending Now, Batman, you must have some kind of passkey or access code I can use against your friends. Where is it? Yes. Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi scheme of podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw, and with me as always is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, who's... Wait a minute. Actually, before we get to who's joining us, Mike, um, are you recording right now? I am recording. Thank you. He, he was quadruple checking. The reason I ask is because we've already recorded this episode once. Uh, we had to record it again. It's a completely different episode now uh, because Mike uh, lost lost the other one. But anyway, Mike, who's joining us tonight? Well, tonight we have Chuck Farrell. Hey, yo. Brian Townsend. How do? And Kevin Lafferty. Say hello, Kevin. He's muted. <laughs> oh, can you guys hear me now? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I just got this Skype thing today, so I don't I'm hitting the button and, you know, That's it's fine. a fun night. Uh, this week's battle, again, is DC Comics Showdown. Uh, and this is DC Comics Showdown number two. Number one happened. Uh, Thomas was on the episode. He was awesome. Plastic Man ended up winning. And you will never hear the episode. Uh, Mike, how do our fights here work? Well, uh, much like last time we did this, we have an NCAA tournament-style bracket. We pit two competitors against one another and put it to a vote. Majority wins. Uh, this is one of our showdown uh fights, so instead of using normal geek logic, you would use your geek logic where you pit them against each other in a physical match, but the rules of the match and all of that are still up to you. Just uh, use geek logic. Um, what's geek logic, Mike? Geek logic, as always, can be explained by this message. If Webster's Dictionary were enlightened enough to have an entry on geek logic... It would define it as any argument you can use to back up your choice. You define the terms any way you like, as long as it supports your claim and makes sense to you. And that's Geek Logic. All right, let's jump right into the fight. So this is the only fight that actually is carrying over from the last one. Uh, it is Captain Cold versus Mr. Freeze. And, um, Mr. Freeze <clears throat> is impervious to cold, whereas Captain Cold is not. So I'm going to give my my vote to Mr. Freeze. Mike? 
Um, I will have to agree with you on that, uh, just based primarily on Mr. Freeze is a pretty competent Batman villain, and Captain Cold is a Flash villain, so I would have to think that uh, Batman's villains would be just a little bit better than the Flash's. Uh, vote for Mr. Freeze, Chuck. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have to jump on the bandwagon there. Uh, Mike pretty much said what I was going to say, where, you know, uh, as he's mentioned in the past, Batman's power is that he beats everybody, uh, whereas a Flash villain isn't as intimidating. Plus, Mr. Freeze has more of a motive. He's more super intelligent. He can handle cold, whereas Captain Cold can't. Um, and he sucks. So, Mr. Freeze. A vote for Freeze, Brian. Yeah, well, first off, I'm voting for Captain Cold. Don't just, don't give Captain Cold, you know, uh, a bunch of shit because he's going up against the Flash, the fastest man alive, a guy who can run faster than light and through time, as opposed to Mr. Freeze, who's going up against a guy who dresses like a bat. Yeah, okay. That Batman has a little bit harder, more of a hard time with Mr. Freeze than uh, the Flash has with Captain Cold. Ooh, big deal. Plus, Captain Cold is like a convict. He's like somebody who you'd actually meet in prison. He's like the kind of guy who would... Uh, the cold gun doesn't work on, on Mr. Freeze, so he's not even going to try it. He's going to come up behind him with a crowbar and bust that bubble open. And then <laughs> Mr. Freeze is going to lie on the ground going, Ugh! So that's why Captain Cold wins that fight. A vote for Captain Cold <laughs> and Kevin. Yeah, you know, I gotta, I gotta agree with Brian on that one. Like Captain Cole probably would get it done. You know, Mister Freeze is kind of a, it's kind of a, a weak Batman villain to begin with. So, you know, yeah, I gotta say, Captain Cole would probably, probably get it done. Plus, he's got a cooler name. Uh, but Mister Freeze is moving on, on to our next fight, Mike. This one is yours. It is Ocean Master versus Black Manta. Hmm. Uh... You know, I admit I don't know a lot about the Ocean Master. Um, uh, both of these are Aquaman villains, right? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Black Black Manta chopped Aquaman's hand off in the most recent issue of yep. Brightest Day, so uh, he's he's pretty ruthless. I think I'll give it to him. Uh, vote for Black Manta, Chuck. Uh, well, I don't know a lot about the whole Aquaman, you know universe and whatnot, but what I do know is Ocean Master is pretty badass. He sold his soul um, to Neuron uh, for this super powerful trident. Um, he even uh, like altered reality so that he became Aquaman at one point, whereas you have Black Manta, who uh, was sexually harassed as a kid. So I'm going with Ocean Master. I'll vote for the Ocean Master. Brian. Okay. Uh, Ocean Master, he's he's kind of he's 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 a classic villain. He's got a lot of power, but he's got this weakness in that he's really dependent on that trident. Uh, mm-hmm. Black Manta, uh, besides the whole Soul Brother aspect, he's got he's like Rain Man. He's one of these guys who will just sit around and methodically think of ways to get that trident away from Ocean Master. Ocean Master without that trident is dead. So I'm giving my vote to uh, Black Manta. Uh, vote to Black Manta, Kevin. Oh yeah, the the truth of the matter is is that you know Black Manta is kind of like an up upcoming villain. Like he's just kind of been blowing up. He's just really cool, and uh, you know he 
he recently chopped, you know, Aquaman's hand off. So, you know, I think he'd take that trident right from him, literally. So, Black Manta, totally. A vote for Black Manta. Um, I would vote for Black Manta, being that he's a black character in the DC Universe. But... He's a black character that's a villain in the DC Universe, which is pretty much the only kind of black character that stays in the DC Universe. So fuck the DC Universe for that. Ocean Master would kick the shit shit out of him. Just kick the fucking... Yeah, Ocean Master. <laughs> he also has pretty much the same power as Aquaman. Yeah, right. Aquaman, Aquaman's kind of cool. Well, no, Aquaman is not cool. But it doesn't matter... Black Manta is moving on On to our next fight Chuck, this one is yours It is the Royal Flush Gang versus the Metal Men Um Hmm Uh, Royal Flush Gang I only vaguely remember And maybe some Superman comic Uh, but it's essentially A pretty cheesy team of like Five guys that have all these crazy powers Like mind powers and stuff like that Um Which is similar to the Metal Men Um Except the metal men are kind of like super advanced cyborgs or robots, uh, which I don't think mind powers would work on. So I'm giving technology over uh, organic flesh uh, in this case and going with the metal men. Uh, vote for the metal men, Brian. Uh, the, uh, there have been various different iterations of the uh, Royal Flush Gang, you know, various different media. And at the end of the day, the Royal Flush Gang are just pretty much just kind of like mercenaries who put on a costume. Whereas at the end of the day, the metal men are first. Metal men are first and foremost a team. They work together. They coordinate their attacks. You know, they 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 don't get along, but they don't get along when they're not fighting. When they're totally fighting, they're whooping ass, and it's like bang, 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 bang with that machine-like precision. So. The, you know, the Royal Flush Gang, you know, they're greedy bastards, and somebody will uh, screw somebody over to make a couple of bucks, and the Metal Men will roll right over them. Uh, vote for Metal Men. Kevin? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Metal Man in this one. It, it's just, uh, I don't really know a lot about either one of them, but, uh, you know, Metal Man just seems like it would get it done for me. Uh, all right, a vote for the Metal Men. <clears throat> the Metal Men are pretty cool. They're uh, robots. Which, oh, they should have been on the next episode, but they are not on the next episode. Oh, the robot episode, right? Yeah, but, uh, you know, they, they take on the form of metal that they are. So lead is is really strong, uh, gold is... gold. They all have different personalities, they're kind of weird. The Royal Flush Gang, uh, the one that I know, well, the two that I know, are kind of a family of assassins, of killers, of thieves... Uh, from both the Batman Beyond cartoon and uh, Justice League International, and um, I like them. Plus, they 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 sometimes have an android robot, and the Royal Flesh Gang is called that because they are Ace King, Queen Jack, and Ten. Uh, so I, I I like them. So I'm going to go with the Royal Flesh Gang. Uh, Mike, uh, you know I think I will also go with the Metal Men. They um, they're they're metal, and the Royal Flush Gang is made out of Not flesh. Uh, <laughs> I think that they they could just hack them up. The only reason they're not these incredible badasses in the DC universe is because they um, they're uh, they're basically a joke. But they're essentially have the same powers as a T one thousand. So I think I'd have to give it to them. <laughs> Vote for Middleman. Middleman moving on to the next round. 
Uh, Brian, this fight is yours. It is Vixen versus Beast Boy. Yeah. Um, a, a Vixen who uh, has the power to, to mimic any animal ability and Beast Boy who has the power to mimic any animal. Um, at first it was kind of tough for me, but then I realized that at the end of the day, no matter what Beast Boy turned into, Vixen could probably summon that power, or if not, summon some power com- uh, contrary to it. She's just, you know, as versatile as Beast Boy is, she's even more versatile. At one point, she could even take the powers of, of human animals, which means that she was taking the powers of the Justice League, and and that means that Beast Boy loses. So, Vixen. A vote for Vixen. Kevin? Yeah, you know, uh, totally vixen i mean you know she's just you know she's she's straight up hot and you know i've never really been a a beast boy fan i've always thought that character was kind of lame to begin with i think he'd be just be so intimidated by her hotness and uh she would get him you know just better in every way all right a vote for vixen i will be voting for garth isn't his name garth yep yeah Uh, I am voting for Beast Boy. Beast Boy is really powerful, and Vixen is one of the only black characters in the DC Universe, and I'm going to vote against yet another black character in the DC Universe. (laughs) Fucker, Beast Boy. Beast Boy turns into an elephant and just starts stomping her to death. That's, That's what I say he does. My vote goes Beast Boy. Mike? Uh, I'm also going to go Beast Boy because Vixen can take on the abilities, but he takes on the form. So she could take on the ability of an elephant, but she's not going to weigh, you know, a thousand pounds and sit on him and squash him. So uh, I'll go with Beast Boy. Oh, it's all tied up. Coming down to you, Chuck. Uh, Yeah, I mean, Mike pretty much stole my exact uh, rationale is that Vixen can take the abilities of animals, whereas uh, Beast Boy is actual shapeshifter. So she might take on the attributes of an elephant, whereas Beast Boy could become elephant and just stop her. Uh, And also, I've always been kind of a big Legion of Superheroes fan, um, despite their really uh, gay names ending in boy or girl. (laughs) Uh, wrong Beast Boy, <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah. Beast uh, Boy moves shape. on. <laughs> He's a Teen Titan. Yeah. Uh, Indeed is. And he booze. No, he wouldn't. And he didn't. Beast Boy's into the next round. Next fight is yours, Kevin. It is Jonah Hex versus Killer Croc. Well, you know what? I'm I'm a big Killer Croc fan. He's just a uh, he's just he's just an awesome an awesome super villain. He's uh, you know he's been getting more popular too you know because he was in that arkham asylum video game and he's just they're just forming him to be like you know just a great villain but jonah hex is you know he's smart he doesn't have any real superpowers but you know he's one of those characters that kind of just beats you you know he kind of gets you down so as much as i like killer croc i think jonah hex would figure out a way to take him down a vote for jonah hex um yeah jonah hex is is one of those heroes that's technically an anti-hero. He's not really, um, he's not a good guy. He's not a good guy at all. And if he could figure out, if anybody could figure out a way to take down Killer Croc, it would be Jonah Hex. It goes something like, uh, oh, hey, Killer Croc, follow me in the desert. I've got money for you. <laughs> and then they go out into the desert, and he's like, oh, hey, go down there and get it. And then he'd blow up some dynamite and, you know, splatter them all over the place. So I'm going Jonah Hex. 
Mike? Uh, definitely uh, Killer Croc. If um, Jonah Hex is, you know, a badass in his, his situation where he's basically fighting normal human beings and he's going up against a guy who's essentially bulletproof and takes on superhuman beings um, and has a tendency to eat normal humans. So I'll go with Croc. <laughs> uh, vote for Killer Croc. Chuck? Uh, well, first of all, Jonah Hex um, was in favor of the Confederacy, which means that he is a racist and also a loser. Uh, second of all, Killer Croc, I'm going to have to whip out the classic uh, nerd logic that Killer Croc is going up against Batman, one of the greatest villains in the DCU, uh, whereas, um, you know, he's just going up against a gunslinger. So I think kind of like super intelligence and super strength is going to uh, decimate Jonah Hex. So Killer Croc. Another vote for Killer Croc. Wow, I'm really going against black people today. That's all right. Yeah, what, what is <laughs> I do not know. It's all tied up. Coming down to you, Brian. Okay, so... Um, Killer Croc, a guy who has the powers of a crocodile. You know what beats crocodiles in real life? Guys who shoot them in the head. So that's why I would vote for Jonah Hex. Besides, he's the superhero version of a guy who shoots you in the head, which means that he's going to hit you in that eye from 50 yards when no one else could do it. He's going to stick that shotgun down your throat and pull the trigger if that's what he needs to do. Jonah Hex. And Jonah Hex takes the win. I'm surprised by that. You guys that. are racist. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> no, he's a confederate. There's a difference. Yeah, there is a difference. But <laughs> we are on to our next fight. Uh, it is Two-Face versus Starfire. And um, Starfire's tits are great. Starfire wins. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to go physically fighting. She would decimate Two Face in a physical fight, so there's there's no one. There, it's it's just her tits are great, so I'm going to go with Starfire. Mike. You're going physical in another way, huh? Yes, yeah. yeah. She she certainly has has that power in abundance, and uh, and yeah, he would have to have to flip a coin, and while he's flipping the coin, she would just incinerate him. Another vote for Starfire, Chuck. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Two-Face, cool character, but he's just really a crime boss. He kind of orchestrates things, whereas Starfire can actually, you know, fly, has uh, strength, fire, energy, and whatnot, so she would destroy Two-Face. All right, a vote for Starfire. Brian? Yeah, the, the only reason Two-Face lasts as long in Batman comics as he does is because Batman feels sorry for him. <laughs> he's constantly holding back and says, come on, Harvey, where can't you find your sanity? <laughs> Starfire is just going to go, okay, blast, 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 fry. Uh, she also has super strength. She also has been trained by the warriors of Okara, so she's like, uh, you know, a martial arts, you know, uh, ugh, yeah, no, Starfire. Another vote for Starfire. Kevin, is it a clean sweep? Oh, yeah, this is just, you know, dominant right here. Like, Starfire is, is truly a contender for, you know, champion at this point. You know, I mean, she's just, you know, she's hot. and I mean, he wouldn't even have a chance. I mean, what is he going to do, you know? Yeah, there, there, he has He'd, no he'd just be done. He'd just be done. You are absolutely right. Plus, she's an alien. She probably doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. On to our next fight. Uh, Mike, this one is yours. It is Hush versus the Red Hood. Um... I think I'm going to have to go Red Hood on this one. Uh, I, I haven't read anything with Hush beyond that initial Hush storyline. 
And, uh, you know, he played Jason, or no, actually he didn't play Jason Todd, that was Clayface. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't, Red Hood's been trained by Batman. Uh, Red Hood is, you know, Batman who's gone over the edge. Uh, he's died and come back to life. Uh, I think he's got the edge. A vote for Jason Todd, Red Hood. Uh, Chuck? Uh, even though I like Red Hood, I like Jason Todd, um, Hush, I mean, uh, you know, Red Hood was taught by Batman, but uh, Hush, I forget his real name when he was younger, um, actually taught Batman uh, a lot of stuff. Like, he taught him how to kind of put his, himself in, like, the mindset of his enemies in order to, to beat them and other things. He's pretty much like the anti- Bruce Wayne, he killed his parents, and his you know parents screwed him over, and he hated Bruce Wayne for having everything. He was kind of like if Batman went over to the dark side. So I'm going Hush. A uh, vote for Hush, Brian. Yeah, see, and while Hush is plotting and planning, Jason Todd comes up behind him and puts a bullet in his head. That's the that's that's the weakness in this in this conflict is that classic Kirk Picard thing. Uh, Red Hood is just—he's yeah—he's just gonna come and get this guy. He's gonna take this guy out, and he's not gonna—you know—and Hush is gonna be too busy thinking about stuff. So I go with Red Hood. A vote for the Red Hood, Kevin. Yeah, I think it. Like, I think it comes down to just like this is one of those things where it's like a brawler match. Like if they, you know, got in the ring, I think Red Hood's gonna beat him. Another vote for Red Hood, and uh, I too will go with Red Hood because that motherfucker is crazy. He had a Robin that was wearing somebody else's face. So I gotta go with the Red Hood. And Red Hood is moving on into the next round. Uh, next fight is yours, Chuck. It is Batman versus Nightwing. Uh, Alright, I think we actually had this matchup a while back with the DC versus whatever. I don't remember what it was, but uh, I'm gonna go with Batman just on the logic that Batman taught Nightwing. Um... And he's just cooler. A vote for the bat, Brian. Yeah, I'm, I have a hard time um, giving it to Nightwing, even though he's you know the next best thing. He's still not the original. Batman's the number one stunner. A vote for Batman, uh, <laughs> Kevin. Yeah, you know, same thing here. You know, Batman and Nightwing. I mean, you know, you know who's always going to come up on top. It's always going to be Batman. You know, Nightwing's always, you know, second place. So, yeah, Batman should move up. All right, a vote for Batman. Um, Yeah, how many times has uh, Nightwing, also known as Dick Grayson, died? What, what's that, none? <laughs> how, how many times has he had his back broken by yeah, somebody? Huh, what, what, none? Huh, uh, he's never been hurt. He always comes out on top. His parents died, but he got over that shit. He's not a fucking psychopath. And you know what? He knows Batman's weaknesses better than anybody else. He could easily take down Batman. It's because he's a good guy that he doesn't. I'm saying that he's not. My vote goes to Nightwing. Mike? Uh, I'm going to have to agree. um, Because before Batman... I mean, when Batman started out, he was dark and twisted and evil until he discovered Dick. And once he found Dick, <laughs> he, he lightened up. His life hey, changed. He became uh, well, a different he person. I think a long time ago. Um, you know, Dick was the only one to really 
get inside him and open him up. <laughs> and then he's got a dog and he's got bat mite. He's got a whole family uh, that he has because of Dick. And when Dick went away, he tried to get a replacement Dick. So he loves <laughs> Dick. He could never defeat Dick. And uh, yeah. I think because of that, Dick wins. Uh, but unfortunately, unless somebody's going to change their vote... Uh, f- yeah, no, fuck it. He's right. Yeah, that's good. He would, he would never defeat Nightwing. Oh! Nightwing, Nightwing would probably, yeah. Yeah, he would pound a dick. He would let him win. He would let him win. <laughs> the only reason that Nightwing got to be as good as he is is because Batman was constantly jumping in front of shit. Yeah, Batman would know his weakness is better. Oh, well, you know, the whole point of having a sidekick is to send them out to get killed, and he didn't die. <laughs> well, maybe better because otherwise Robin Batman will try sweep. I guess, you know what, though? Like, I, I'm going to change it again, though. Like, like in the oh. grand scheme of things, though, you know, Batman, he's the champion, though. Like, you know, I don't think he should be dropped out of the first seat. All right. right, Fair enough. Well, then, Batman moves on, and we are on to our next fight. Oh, he doesn't love Dick that much. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, this fight is yours. It is Deathstroke versus Terra. Um, I'm going to, I give it to Terra. Uh, back in the uh, New Teen Titans, Deathstroke was actually frightened of this chick. Um, she plays... To his one of his main weaknesses is that Deathstroke is can't has a harder time killing you at range. He can do it; he's pretty lethal. But Terra could be you know five hundred, be a hundred yards away, and the ground that you're standing on all of a sudden engulfs you, and that can be it. So uh, Terra, I'll vote for Terra, Kevin. Yeah, I agree. You know, I mean, I, I like Deathstroke a lot. He's one actually one of my favorite characters, but you know. I think Tara's just way more powerful. I think she's gonna she's gonna get it done. A vote for Tara. Uh, I was fighting Deathstroke earlier today, and actually, he was the first villain I ever met when while playing uh, DC Universe Online. I was oh. flying around uh, what is that Metropolis, and I see a red dot. I fly up to it, and he's it's Deathstroke. He's on the top of a building, and he kicks me a block and a half away. And I love him for that. I think he could take out Terra. I don't think he'd have much of a problem with it. Plus, she's a traitorous bitch. Mike? Yeah, I'm also going to vote for Deathstroke. Uh, Terra may be more powerful, but she's also just an easily manipulated little girl. And, you know, in the end, we know who walked away from that storyline alive. And uh, it was Deathstroke. It's all tied up. Coming down to you there, Chuck. Um, hmm, I wish it didn't become tied because I really like Deathstroke a lot. I think he's one of the best DC villains, but, uh, you know, when you boil it down, in the end, Deathstroke is pretty much just kind of like a really smart, strong dude that knows martial arts, and Terra can, you know, manipulate the earth, you know, like substances turn it into anything. Uh, so she might be a small little girl, but. Unless if Deathstroke is working at the peak of his mental abilities and physical abilities, I think it's been tough for him to beat her in a physical fight. So even though I personally like Deathstroke more in terms of powers, I'm going with Terra. A vote for Terra. Betraying your own character. Way to go there, buddy. (laughs) And Terra moves on. Uh, Next fight is yours, Kevin. It is Billy Batson also known as the guy that changes into Shazam, versus Jakeen Thunder. 
Yeah. Another, a black character. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I really never liked Billy Batson, I, the Shazam character. I think I, I'm just I'm not a fan. So, you know, I, I, I really just don't even want him to advance on this. And uh, Jakeem Thunder is just he's he's kind of a cool character when you look at it in, in retrospect. He's kind of an interesting character. I'd like to see him go forward on this one. You know, you know, I, Billy Batson's out, in my opinion. All right, a vote for Jakeen. And, uh, yeah, Jakeen does do the one thing that the DC Universe does best is add a little color to the DC Universe. <laughs> that's all they do is add a little color, and then eventually they'll kill him. Oh, yeah, that's right. J- J- yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's one of, like, five. Yeah. Uh, but he, he does and, fill and the one of, and, and, and one of two that has thunder. Uh, there's like six that have thunder. There's six of some kind of lightning-based power, yeah. 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 <laughs> if you're black and a superhero in the DC Universe, you have a lightning-based power. That's yeah, you have, it it's just like automatic. That's yes, funny. that's exactly how it works. But Billy Batson is way better. Uh, he's a reporter, and he would walk up to Jakeen and punch him in the face and be like, Bitch, where's my money at? So I'm going to go with Billy Batson. Mike? Um, Billy Batson grew up on the mean streets of Fawcett City. I don't think they had mean streets. he just get his ass kicked. Definitely Jakeen. Mm-hmm. All right, a vote for Jakeen. Chuck? Uh, well, now, are we talking about the actual kid, Billy Batson, fighting this guy? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so it's a small child versus Jakeen is what you're saying. Yeah. Well, they're both small children. Okay. They're teens. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we had Billy Batson, whose papa was a Rolling Stone, and we have Jakeem, whose papa was a Rolling Stone, except uh, the only difference is that we have kind of a late or mid to late 90s Grant Morrison riff where it's like, hey, let me make a character that's just like Billy Batson, but make him darker because I'm Grant Morrison. I'm going to take some heroin, so I'm going with Batson. (laughs) Vote for Billy Batson. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's all tied up and coming down to you, Brian. Yeah, see, okay, Billy Batson. Um, he, he, it, it's, it's, it, the problem with Jakeem Thunder is that okay, they get into it as kids. They're pretty evenly matched. Billy is is he's he's been living on the streets, and and Jakeem he's been hanging out on the streets and all this kind of stuff, and so they're 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 having a hard time uh, dealing with each other, and so Jakeem pulls out his thunderbolt, and then Captain Marvel pulls out his thunderbolt, and then Jakeem says thunderbolt defeat Captain Marvel, and then Billy Batson says Shazam again. And kicks Jakeem in the face while the Thunderbolt is saying, "Well, you've not Captain Marvel anymore. What am I supposed to do?" Because that's the, that's his weakness is that you know his Thunderbolt is the worst kind of genie. It's not the Barbara Eden running around being sexy genie. It's yeah. the how can I fuck you up by being as literal as possible genie. And so it only takes a mis- minute of hesitation for you to get fucked when you're fighting Captain Marvel. And so that's why I'm giving it to Billy Batson. And Billy Batson takes the win. On to our next fight. Zariel versus Hawkman. And uh, for those of you that don't know, Zariel is an angel, also known as Grant Morrison's Hawkman, uh, from a heroin-binged, like, fueled thing. But he's an angel. He is an angel warrior. He is an angel. Hawkman has died three times. Three (laughs) times right now. Zariel is an angel. An angel. Not he wants to be an angel. He is an angel. 
I'm going Zoria. I'm sorry, Hawkman. Hawkman's a guy. He's a dude. He's died a bunch of times. Mike, uh, I'm gonna go with Hawkman here because even though he is an angel, the angel in that storyline, um, we're we're not quite at the the same sort of power level as as in others. Superman beat the the host of the angels, and he's uh, an ordinary mortal, and he might have even been the blue Superman at that time, and he was kind of crappy. Um, but Hawkman has also been an embodiment of the Hawk God. So he is kind of a deity. He continually resurrects. He comes back to life. Um, still never sells any books, but he still keeps coming back to life. And uh, I think I'm going to give it to him. Uh, vote for Hawkman. Chuck? Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it to Hawkman just for the same logic that I used earlier is because the only reason... Uh, that Zoriel exists is because DC goes, hey, can't use Hawkman because our whole entire continuity for Hawkman is fucked. So Grant Morrison's like, all right, let me just snort some cocaine and come up with some weird tripped out Paradise Lost character. So, uh, you know, if you punch through the fourth wall, Zoriel wouldn't even exist if Hawkman didn't even exist prior to him. And Hawkman would just punch him in the face and destroy him. So Hawkman. <laughs> Hawkman with a punch in the face. Brian? Yes, okay. You know, I don't automatically hate all of this Grand Morris and shit, but yeah. essentially, they are the same character. They, you know, they, they do the same things. The only thing difference is that Zoriel's been doing it longer since he's been around since the beginning of time. And, and, and Hawkman only goes back to the Egyptian period. So, even though it sucks that they are essentially the same character, Zoriel gets the edge because he's just... He has what Hawkman does to everybody else. He's more experienced doing the same thing. It's all tied up. Coming down to you there, Kevin. Yeah, you know, the truth of the matter is, is Hawkman, he's he's JLA, man. He's, he's, he's a fighter. He's a warrior. He's died a lot because he's been in a lot of action. He's, he's seen a lot of stuff. I mean, he gets it done. I mean, he's part of the big DC team, and I think he's going to come through. Amen. Hawkman for the win. And we are on to our next fight. Mike, this is yours. It is Gorilla Grodd versus the Ultra Humanite. Hmm. I think I'm going to give this one to Gorilla Grodd. Uh, They're both gorillas. They both have uh, enhanced... Mind abilities, but Gorilla Gorilla Grodd has a uh, a battle spoon that he uses to scoop out and eat the brains of his opponents. <laughs> and oh, yeah. Ultra Humanite has a big brain, so I think that's going to make Gorilla Grodd hungry. A vote for Gorilla Grodd, Chuck. Uh, as much as I'd like to go against, I mean, go for. Gorilla Grodd. I'm going to go with Ultra Humanite. Uh, first of all, uh, he's a Flash villain, Gorilla Grodd. Ultra Humanite um, is pretty much the first kind of big villain that Superman faced off against. And anyone that can tango with Superman in my book is really powerful, so I'm going with Ultra Humanite. Uh, vote for Ultra Humanite. Uh, Brian? Uh, okay. Um, all things being equal... They're both uh, super intelligent gorillas. They 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 <laughs> they, they both have the uh, the mental powers and all that kind of stuff. Um, 
Grodd has has the one thing that the ultra humanite doesn't have, which is a lot of experience kicking the shit out of super powerful, intelligent gorillas. The ultra humanite, at the end of the day, is essentially your standard mad scientist. So he has a tendency to send minions, where Grodd gets it done on his own. So Grodd's going to have the edge in a physical contest. A vote for Grodd, Kevin. Yeah, you know, I gotta, I gotta agree with Brian, man. Grodd is just, uh, he's, he's, I think he's more of a meat stick in this, this thing. I think he's gonna get it done. All right, another vote for Grodd. And, um, I like the fact that the guy's name is Ultra Humanite. So I'm gonna vote for Ultra. <laughs> Plus, when you play against him in DC Universe Online, which I'm probably gonna say a lot, because almost all these characters appear in DC Universe Online, Nerd. he, he is ridiculously hard to beat. That, that's a really, really hard fight. Uh, so I'm going to go with Ultra Humanite. Grodd is a bitch. He's the first guy you fight uh, if you're Superman, and he's he's really weak. He sucks. And, but Grodd moves on, and uh, we're on to our next fight. Chuck, this one is yours. It is Raven versus Black Canary. Hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Raven because... Uh, Black Canary, uh, essentially, when it comes down to it, just has kind of that uh, screech noise that she makes uh, and kind of knows kung fu and drives a motorcycle. Um, whereas Raven can do, like, teleportation and, you know, mind shit and things with the timeline and stuff like that. So just for that, Raven. A vote for Raven, Brian. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I don't really know what Raven does. Raven just flies around and she those lighted people sometimes or sometimes she has telekinetic powers or what. Uh, I understand what Black Canary does. She she kicks you in the head and if you're 12 feet away, she screams at you real loud. I think that's going to win over some chick with, you know, funky demon-possessed thing powers. So I'm giving it to Black Canary. Yeah, but that's what all women do. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. And okay. I fear women. <laughs> a vote for Black Canary. Uh, Kevin? Yeah, you know, I think both these two could probably make a, a great porn movie together. <laughs> you know, I mean, the truth be told. But, uh, you know, the thing with Black Canary, which is interesting, is she has one of those mediums that really shouldn't exist in the comic book world because her ability is 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 screaming and speaking, which is something you don't see when you read comic books and that's kind of awesome if it works and it gets it done you know she's gonna get it done so yeah totally black canary a vote for black canary azarath metrion zinthos i believe i'm saying that correctly raven is incredibly fucking powerful are you out of your fucking minds exactly. seriously she is ridiculously powerful scream what scream? She covers her fucking mouth from a mile away and then comes up and starts smacking her like a bitch. She's magic. Come on. If I'm not mistaken, she is the embodiment of pride from Trigon. So, come on. She's fucking ridiculously powerful. She'll have no problem with a bitch wearing a blonde wig. Uh, Raven. It's all tied up coming down to you there, Mike. Someone who screams versus someone whose father is the devil. <laughs> and and not not one of those kind of like postmodern hip devils. Twenty feet tall, red skin, horn, six eyes, however many eyes. Um yeah, I think uh, I think it's gonna have to go to Raven. 
a vote for Raven, and Raven moves on into the next round. <laughs> Brian, are you ready for this one? It is Firestorm versus Captain Adam. Uh, we got the guy who can make anything into anything versus the guy who's pure atomic energy. Um, I see this fight going as uh, them trading blasts back and forth until Firestorm gets bored and turns Captain Adam's containment shell into lead dampening rods, and it's over. So I go Firestorm. A vote for Firestorm. Uh, Kevin? You know, I, I, I gotta say, I, I gotta vote for Captain Adam on this one. I mean, he's just, he's a vintage superhero, and, you know, he's he's been around a long time, so I, I think that's just, just where, where it's gonna get done there. Yeah. <clears throat> a vote for Captain Adam. Uh, I would love to vote for Firestorm, but I really, really have started to hate people saying, I, I'm so happy that they brought Firestorm back from the dead. And he's back in the comic books, but he's not back from the dead. He's been around for the last ten fucking years as a black character that everybody ignored. They brought back the white guy, and now he's great again. <laughs> Fuck Firestorm. Captain Adam <laughs> Captain Adam catches him while he's in his normal human form and just blows him in half. I, I'm sorry, Captain Adam's always Captain Adam. My vote goes to Cap. Uh, Mike? Yeah, I'll also go with Captain Adam. Uh, Firestorm... Is is extremely powerful, um, but Captain Adam is a is a trained soldier. Um, you know, Firestorm is a, a college professor, and who the hell knows what Ronnie Raymond did? But uh, you know, a teenage kid and a college professor up against a soldier who is you know, let's face it, he Captain Adam was the Charlton Heroes uh, Superman equivalent, which means he's pretty much the top dog in that universe, so gotta give it to him. A vote for Captain Adam and Chuck. Uh, yeah, I gotta go with Captain Adam, too. Um, I thought this was a good matchup, but um, first of all, I have to agree with Kevin, where I think Captain Adam is just a great classic character. Mm-hmm. I liked all his stuff. Uh, I even liked they did a Wildstorm run, even with Captain Adam, which was pretty cool. Um... And I actually did a little bit of research because I wasn't sure who I wanted to pick. And Captain Adam has actually traveled back in time, which I think trumps Firestorm's abilities. Yeah. And he can go back in time and be like, oh, Firestorm, you don't exist. You I'm time travel, cop, bitch. If you can travel back in time, that's a, that's a pretty powerful ability. There you go. Yep, it trumps a lot of things most of the time. Yeah, it's like Trump. And Captain Adam moving on. You're fired. Oh, now we're going to have to deal with Captain Adam time traveling no, back. No, 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 we won't. Yeah, no, we that's won't. exactly it. It's going to be like Batman could just beat him because he's Batman. No, it's like, well, you know, he could have done this. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, Kevin, <laughs> this fight is yours. It is Cyborg versus Metallo. Yeah, you know, Cyborg. This is this is one of those matchups that's really cool. Because they're both, you know, they're both these, like, cybernetic robots and stuff. But Cyborg has the bigger gun. Like, he's got, he's got, he's got, like, just this, uh, the, what is the Sonic cannon? And, uh, that's, that's huge. That's going to be a big thing in all this. It's, it's just that, the fact that he's got the big gun. And, uh, so Cyborg all the way. A vote for Cyborg. And I believe he will be the only black character I vote for. Because Cyborg is not uh, affected by kryptonite and that's metallo's big deal 
he's got a kryptonite heart. And a kryptonite heart is cool if you're fighting Superman, but what the fuck does it do for you against another guy who has superhuman strength? Nothing. It's nothing. He just reaches in and rips out his fucking heart. It's so easy. It's simple. A cyborg. Mike? Um, Metallo was a pretty good match for Superman, even without the, um, the kryptonite heart. I mean, that always sort of put, put the stake in it, but... Uh, physically, the kryptonite powered him at a pretty impressive level. And, uh, you know, again, going with the he could stand toe-to-toe with Superman, he could take pretty much anything Cyborg throws at him. So I'll go with Metallo. A vote for Metallo. Chuck? Um, <clears throat> well, I think they're pretty evenly matched. And even though he does go toe-to-toe with Superman, and he is pretty powerful... I do think that the kryptonite kind of gives him an edge. Um, whereas, once again, Kevin pointed out, uh, Cyborg can has a lot That's of access to gun. Yeah, he has the big gun. He also has access to a lot of uh, technology. You know, he's always kind of changing this or that, tweaking this and that with what he can do. Um, so for that alone, I think Cyborg would have the edge just with some crazy technological weapon against uh, Metallo. A vote for Cyborg and Brian. Yeah, Cyborg um, is a cybernetics expert. So you're talking about a guy who's riding a really hot Cyborg unit as opposed to a guy who knows how they work. Plus the guy who's (laughs) riding this really hopped up Cyborg unit has this big button on his chest that says, don't reach in here and pull out the kryptonite because my Cyborg... Uh, everything will shut down if you do that. Please don't do that. So, it's going to go to Cyborg. <laughs> and Cyborg wins. And we're in our last fight of the first round. Uh, it is Booster Gold versus Big Barda. And uh, <clears throat> Big Barda is at, at least as strong as Wonder Woman. At least as strong as Wonder Woman. I'm pretty sure she's stronger but we won't go into that because Booster Gold would kick her ass. He knows the future. Yes, I'm pulling out Future Card again. He knows the future. He knows that if he puts this thing here, she'll trip over it. And, oh, Booster Gold just so happens to win the fight. I'm going Booster Gold. Mike? Yeah, Booster Gold knows the future, and in every possible version, Big Barda just beats the shit out of him because there's nothing he can do to uh, harm her. She's a new god. Emphasis on God. Uh, vote for Big Barda. Chuck? Um, yeah, I'm going Big Barda. Um, I'd like to say I originally used to think Booster Gold just really sucked and I just hated him. But as time has gone on, I've come to appreciate kind of like the campiness, uh, the humor factor of Booster Gold. And I kind of like him now. But in terms of a sheer physical fight, Big Barda has immortality. Okay, immortality. Booster Gold might know the future, but just by going back in time, he has changed the future, and everything's up for grabs. And he's not able to go back or forth in the future after that anyway. And he's pretty much reliant on this like technological thing that flies around with him. I forget its name. Uh, Skeets, yes. Uh, so I think you know, Big Barda just has, uh, in terms of physical powers, or even just the power she has, can just decimate Booster Gold. I'll vote for Big Barda. Brian, um, I think that uh, that uh, the one thing that Booster has going for him in this fight is that he knows to run. 
he knows that there's no way in hell that he's going to take her down toe to toe. So he fights, not keep running. Huh? So he's so he's going to run, and he's going to say, "Skeets, what do I do? Skeets, what do I do? Skeets, what do I do?" And they're going to keep doing that until he figures out a way to take her out. He's not going to isn't it? So it's going to be she's going to be tearing up everything, trying to get her hands on him because. Is you know as strong and as tough and as and as good as she is in the fight, she's not like uh, the uh, Plastic Man, the Elongated Man, or Wonder Woman. She's not going to be able to catch uh, Booster Gold going full tilt trying to get the fuck away from her. And and if you give Booster time, that's what he does. He's the one who figures out how to beat the infinitely more powerful foe in the end. So. Given that this niche, I'm giving it to Booster Gold. If she can smash Skeets, though. <laughs> if she can do that, it's all tied up. Boom tube. It comes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Booster Gold. He's 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 powerful and all, but the truth of the matter is, if he's if he's a straight man and he likes tall women, you know, he's going to be focused more on getting that number because because Big Butter is where it's at. Like, I think she's just going to intimidate him with her hotness. And uh, I think she's going to get it done. Yeah. And Big Barda moves on into the next round. We've got Mr. Freeze, Black Manta, Metal Man, uh, Beast Boy, Jonah Hex, Starfire, The Red Hood, Batman, Tara, Billy Batson, Hawkman, Gorilla Grodd, Raven, Captain Adam Cyborg, and Big Barda. And we'll be back right after these short messages. For those of you considering the purchase of kryptonite, remember, know your kryptonite. Today, there are plenty of sleazy retailers out there who will tell you that one type is as good as another. This is a fraudulent claim. Don't be fooled by it. Gold kryptonite robs you of your superpowers. That is, if you're Superman. Green kryptonite makes you drowsy, inert, and eventually destroys you. Kryptonite. Red kryptonite. Now that's the unpredictable stuff. It could turn you into bizarre forms and shapes. It could turn you into twins or a giant ant. Innocent. One final word of warning. If the kryptonite is not properly and clearly labeled, take your business elsewhere. back uh doing what we do every week we're coming up with our a little bit of geek cred uh just heard chuck last week let's hear chuck again chuck what's your geek cred uh my geek cred is that i like uh to ingest nerdy things like uh let me give you a good example i've seen all 726 episodes of star trek a minimum of 10 times each and i mean minimum i mean at least 10 times each. That includes all 10, or rather now 11 motion pictures. Uh, I've seen Star Wars, you know, literally hundreds of... I've seen Star Wars 500 times. <laughs> 510. Uh, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just a super nerd. You know, you can check out other podcasts I've been in. I've said a lot of stupid shit about myself, so... <laughs> all right. Uh Brian? Yeah, at the end of the day, and, and, and on all levels of nerdness, I, I, I register, you know, pretty high. But at the end of the day, 
when when you got a guy who can who 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 can sing from memory the theme song to the original King Kong Rankin Bass cartoon, that's pretty fucking nerdy. Right on. Uh, that's extremely extremely geeky and nerdy. That's uh, that's weird. But Kevin, you are new to the show. Kevin, what is your geek cred? Yeah, I've got like the ultimate pass here because uh, you know I work at a comic book store and I've been there for. A little over ten years now, so um, you know I I can't even get away with it if I tried, you know. Yeah, plus, you're the master of uh, collectible card games and uh, hero clicks. Uh, you know I don't know anything about hero clicks, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I deal with the the card games and stuff, and but yeah, oh yeah. There's just you know I think working at a comic store kind of you know it's it's you don't really need to say anything else, you know. <laughs> no, not much. You're in the medium, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're a comics industry professional. Yeah, I don't know about that, but yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> All yeah, right. So. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we are back into our fights. Mike, this fight is yours. It is Mr. Freeze versus Black Manta. Hmm. Um. Well, I think Freeze would just... Freeze up the ocean that Manta was in, and uh, then just smack his head off. Freeze. A vote for Mr. Freeze. Chuck? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to have to also go with Mr. Freeze, because while Mr. Freeze is freezing, um, you said Black Man he's going up against? That is correct. Okay. Um... As he's freezing Black Manta, Manta will also start thinking of the time he was sexually molested as a child and start crying and therefore be defeated. <laughs> a vote for Mr. Freeze, Brian. Um, Mr. Freeze has a freeze gun. Uh, Black Manta is a walking fucking arsenal. Black Manta fights Aquaman. And as much as Aquaman yep. is a joke, yep. he fights Aquaman in the ocean. Okay, so that's where Aquaman is his strongest, his fastest, and has the most fishes to come and beat your ass and eat your nards off for you. (laughs) Still can go toe-to-toe with Aquaman. Mr. Freeze Mm -hmm. would probably get some good licks in until Black Manta starts opening up with the Death Rays or the Rocket Launchers or the Electric Eel Projector or the Tangling Nets or whatever the hell else he's got built into that suit of his. A vote for Black Manta. Kevin. Yeah, I think you guys should uh, change your vote to Black Manta because uh, this guy is, is, is an up-and-coming villain. I'm telling you, he's gonna he's, he's an interesting character. And uh, he's first off, he's immune to, I think, like anything that hits him in the ocean. So if, if even if he froze the ocean, he's immune to that. And you know what? He cuts off people's arms. He does that. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he gets it down. What has Mr. Freeze done lately? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, this, guy, this guy is up and coming. He could be a possible he, champion. He cut off Aquaman's oh, arm. But he's not Arnold. Even Piranha did that. <laughs> <laughs> it is all tied up. And uh, uh, I, Black Manta is essentially Iron Man underwater, and he's a black guy. Yep. And um, man underwater. That's a good one. I like that. But is he the chilling sound of your doom? <laughs> the chilling sound of my doom, though. That's the thing. It's no, the, the chilling sound of, of a missile going hitting you at Mach one. It, yeah, it, it, this honestly, fight really, 
really depends on who gets the jump on who. If Mr. Freeze has to jump on Black Manta, it's it's Mr. Freeze all day. But if Black Manta has the opportunity to see Freeze coming, Black Manta will kick his ass. So it really does come down to which one do I like more? And Black Manta is an up-and-coming character in a Jeff Johns book. I don't care about Jeff Johns. Fuck him. He's fucking up the DC Universe. Mr. Freeze for the win. Mr. Freeze. Plus, I'm voting against all black characters this episode. Uh, (laughs) Next fight is yours there, Chuck. It is the Metal Men versus Beast Boy. Okay. Um... To my mind, there's no contest. You know, Beast Boy can be like, hey, look at me. I'm transforming into all these crazy animals. And the Metal Men will be like, well, we're crazy cyborgs. We're stabbing you in the eye. You're dead. (laughs) Vote for the Metal Men. Brian? Uh, How the hell do you argue with logic like that? Metal Men. (laughs) Another vote for Metal Men. Uh, Kevin? Oh, yeah, I'm going to stick to the Metal Man. They're totally, uh, the way they do it, you know, Metal they got him. Another vote for Metalman. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can figure out a way for this to go down. Uh, seeing as they aren't villains, neither neither characters, uh, the Metalman won't see Beast Boy as a threat. Uh, Titanium will probably try and bang him uh, because that's what she does, and then they will become disorganized as they often do. Uh, because they're fighting amongst each other, and then their their doctor will come in and like, what are you guys doing? And then Beast Boy, I don't know, turns into a rat and chews up all their wiring. I'm going Beast Boy. Mike? Um, I will go with Metal Men because there's yeah, not doing Beast Boy. four of them. Five of them? Uh, last count, it was like seven. Oh, okay, whatever. But yeah, it's true, too. They had added a couple more. And there you go. There's seven of them. There you go. What are the new ones? I know they've got copper now. And, and like, palladium or something like that? Something like copper out. Yeah, they added another girl, which was copper. I know that much. I don't know which other ones they added. I know I know they've added more. But doesn't matter, Metal Man. On to the next round. Brian, this is your fight. It is Jonah Hex versus Starfire. Ah, shist. Um... Well, you know what? Uh, as has happened in the past, uh, Starfire has been defeated by really good bounty hunters. And Jonah Hex is a really good bounty hunter. So if he gets hired to take out Starfire, then he's going to get the kind of uh, high-tech space-age gear that's going to even the playing field with, for him. And if it's a fairly even close to an even playing field, he's just, you know meaner and nastier than she is, so I have to give it to him. A vote for Jonah Hex. Kevin? Yeah, I think Starfire is way out of his league. I think she's going to get him. I think she's going to take him down. A vote for Starfire. Uh, let's see. You know, the, I was going to go, oh, she's got big boobs, and, you know, he'll be distracted. But that's one thing that Jonah Hex is never distracted by. Not that he isn't going to bang a few broads. He's never distracted by him, though. He's never distracted by him. He doesn't care. But he's also from, like, the 1870s against a space alien that's super strong, nigh invulnerable, has blasts that she can shoot out of her hands. I don't know how he's going to deal with that. 
I'm going Starfire. Mike? Uh, Jonah Hex was briefly transported through time to the future when his book became Hex. And he had lasers and ray guns and force fields and all the stuff that you need to take on super powerful space aliens. So that Hex would, uh, I think, find a way to beat Starfire. It is all tied up and coming down to you, Chuck. Uh, all right. Well, Jonah Hex 2099 put aside, uh, Jonah Hex is going to be standing around going, you know, Clint Eastwood style. And Starfire is just going to be like zap and just zap him with, you know, some crazy cosmic powers and destroy him uh, while he's still saying the South will rise again to Starfire. And Starfire takes the win. On to our next fight. Kevin, this one is yours. It is Red Hood versus Batman. Oh, yeah. Well, we know how this one ends up. You know, you know, Batman. Batman's going to take him out. He's going to go all the way. He's a winner. A vote for the bat. I am, you know, I don't know which Batman I'm voting for. Am I going to vote for the Red Hood, who is Jason Todd, or am I going to vote for Bruce Wayne Batman, or am I going to vote for Dick Grayson Batman? Because that's right, he's also Batman too. Um, I think I think I'm going to go with the Red Hood though. <clears throat> he's got that one thing that Batman does. He's got that thing over Batman. You let me die. And that moment of hesitation is where Red Hood will shoot him, stab him. And and he's and there that moment of hesitation has been there before in the books. Every time he goes, You let me die, and Bruce stops for a second. So I'm going with the Red Hood. Mike? Uh I'm also gonna go with the Red Hood. Uh Batman really has had two great failures in his life the death of Jason Todd and the creation of the Joker. And who was there both times? The Red Hood. It is his kryptonite. Somehow, it'll kill him. All right. A vote for the Red Hood. Chuck? Uh, to my mind, there's no contest. you got to vote for Batman. The two greatest characters, the two un- most untouchable characters in the DC Universe are Batman and Superman. Um... When push comes to shove, no matter what, in the end, Batman will always beat Red Hood, whether or not it's a six-issue thing, a 12-issue thing, whatever, no matter how powerful they are. In the moon. Yeah. Amen. No matter what, inevitably, Batman will be triumphant. Batman. A vote for the bat. It's all tied up. Coming down to you, Brian. Yeah. Um, the Red Hood never really beats Batman, he fucks with him, and he fucks with Batman long enough to get Batman to pause so he can run away. But at the end, and it just gets to a point where Batman gets Red Hood to a point where he can no longer run away, which hasn't really happened yet, but since the Red Hood is constantly fleeing and he hasn't really, like, taken Batman out, I'm going to give it to Batman. He's just too much, too badass. All right. A vote for Batman, and Batman is on into the next round. On to our next fight. It is Tara versus Billy Batson. And uh, Tara had no problem betraying the Teen Titans. And she could hold her own against the Teen Titans. What the fuck is a 13-year-old boy going to do against her other than come in his pants and go, ooh, she's pretty. I'm going Tara. Mike? 
uh, I think he would come in his pants and say, ooh, pretty, and that would freak her out, and she would run away and run into a wall and pass out, and Billy Batson would win, and then jerk off all over her. <laughs> Vote for Billy Batson. God! <laughs> Chuck! Uh, yeah, I think that, you know, in the end, Terror is going to be a small girl go, oh, OMG, I don't want to hurt a small child, and Billy Batson will just punch her in the face. Billy Batson. Another vote for Billy Batson. Brian? Well, okay. If it's a, if it comes down to a fight and and they don't use their powers, then you've got a teenage boy versus a teenage girl in a fight. And in most cases, teenage boys win. If it comes down to a fight where they do use their powers, then you've got a guy, a chick who can manipulate the earth Versus a guy who can transform into a, a, a superhuman with the power of six gods. So, either way, I'm leaning towards the the Billy Batson guy. You're going Billy Batson and Kevin. Yeah, you know what? He convinced me. I agree. I think Billy Batson would take out him. All right. Billy Batson totally. Billy Batson. Moving on into the next round. Uh, Mike, this fight is yours. It is Hawkman versus Gorilla Grodd. Hmm, Gorilla versus Bird. Uh, I'm going Gorilla. A vote for Gorilla Grodd. Chuck? Huh. Let me see. Gorilla Grodd versus Hawkman, huh? I'm going to go Hawkman, just because he has a uh, Thundercats logo on him. <laughs> A vote for <laughs> Hawkman. <laughs> Brian? Yeah. Um, yeah, Garad has a whole lot of really cool powers, but you know he 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 still falls really hard from five hundred feet up in the air like anybody else. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to give it to Hawkman in that and in, in that encounter. You're giving it to Hawkman? Yeah, because Hawkman will just snatch him by his fur, take him straight up five hundred feet, and drop him. Okay, a vote for Hawkman, Kevin. Yeah, you know, Hawkman is, you know, JLA, and it's just, he's one of the big guys. He's, he's the big chief. He's going to get it done. A vote for Hawkman. Um, yeah, Hawkman is great if he could get anywhere near a guy who has mind control powers. How is he? What? Yeah, fly up to him. Fuck that. He can't fly up to him. Grad is like, no, you're not going to do that. Or he's up in the air 500 feet and goes, no, you can't fly anymore. Fall. And lets him, and, and he'll fall 500 feet. Hawkman falling 500 feet. Uh, I gotta go with Gorilla Grodd, even though Hawkman is moving on. Damn you, Jeff Johns! Yeah, he's moving with <laughs> Inf Metal, too. That'll give him some resistance to the mind powers. Because uh, yeah. it's Inf Metal. Yeah, okay, whatever. Bullshit. Gorilla Grodd would totally kick the shit out of Hawkman. Not <laughs> this time. <laughs> you just fly away. I, uh, you're right, he did, and that's what happened. He flew away right into the next round. Uh, Chuck, this fight is yours. It is Raven versus Captain Adam. Hmm. Raven is pretty powerful, but first of all, I like Captain Adam a lot more, and I also earlier brought in the classic trump card of time travel, but even that aside... Um, you know, he just—he's pretty much like a, like a nuclear explosion that's been contained with super hap, uh, powers that can fly. So even if Raven somehow tries to defeat him physically and punctures him, he'll explode in a nuclear explosion, thus killing him. And even then, he'll go back in time and kill her. So therefore, Captain Adam. 
a vote for Captain Adam, Brian. Uh, this is this is one of these fights that basically, um, who gets the first shot off? Captain Adam, he's just raw power, and if he blasts her with raw power, she's gonna go down. And and if Raven uses her funky emotion control powers, well, Captain Adam's kind of a fucked up guy, and he's pretty vulnerable. That's you know the metaphor of his hard shell and the soft guy on the inside. <laughs> but uh, shit. Uh, you know what? Captain Adam, as of recently, he is consistently that guy who gets the shit pounded out of him despite the fact he's god-awesomely powerful. So I'm going to go with him being consistent in in that role, and I'm going to have to give it to Raven. A vote for Raven. Kevin? Yeah, you know, the bottom line is Captain Adam, he can blow himself up, and uh, he's he's just gonna... He's just gonna get it done. Um, yeah. he's, uh, he's he's just so more powerful than than her. And then you know he's got the whole time travel thing on on there. You know, where, yeah. you know it's just like he's a contender for champion here. So yeah, whole Captain Adam. A vote for Captain Adam, and he does have a time travel thing. But you guys have been saying it incorrectly, at least as it's written right now. When he explodes, he travels into the future, not the past, and then he goes back to. Where he exploded at, and then he goes, "Oh shit, this stuff is going to happen." <laughs> yeah, but so, time is cyclical, so he can go into the future as the past. The rough deal he's got, but yeah, you know, you're right, he, kind of. But uh, Raven is a ridiculously hot goth chick. Uh, she's hot on the t- uh, Teen Titans cartoon. Uh, she's hot in the car- comic books, and um, I would much rather see a chick walking around uh, the convention C2E2, which we're going to be going to next week, in a Raven costume than a dude walking around in a silver Captain Adam costume. You got some junk in the trunk? Uh, like, Are I, you sure about that? Yeah, I'm absolutely positive <laughs> about that. My vote goes to Raven. Mike, it's all tied up. Coming to you. Wow. Um, yeah. Well... Raven is a lot more powerful, but in the end, she's also uh, a messed up teenage girl with daddy issues, and uh, I think Captain Adam could uh, could be her daddy. Yeah. And uh, I have to give it to Captain Adam. A vote for Captain Adam, and Captain Adam moving on into the next round. Brian, this fight is yours. It is Cyborg versus Big Barda. Wow. Um, crap. Uh, hey, um, who would be there? Hey, yeah. Uh, you have to give it to Barda. I have to say, she's just gonna overpower Cyborg. I mean, there's ways he could do it if he got lucky, but it would be, you know, it would be some fucked up shit, and more likely than not, Barda's just gonna beat him into the ground. A vote for Big Barda, Kevin. You know what? I think Big Barda is going to take him out. I mean, she's just she's smarter, she's hotter. You know, I think she's going to get him. I think she's going to she's going to find the weakness and just just take him out. You know, and plus she's giant. You know, she just pick him up and throw him. It's just that easy. Like like when she transforms, he would be like a you know a can to her. She'd just crush him. 
Oh, transforms. She doesn't transform. She's always Big Barda. She's always six feet two, long legs, big boobs. Bro, she gets bigger. Does she get bigger? Oh my oh, god! She, she she puts on her armor. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, warrior. There is really no contest here because Superman versus a robot kicks the robot's ass. Yeah. Uh, one woman versus a robot kicks a, a robot's ass, and Big Barda is in that class. I don't, I'm not yeah. saying that she's more powerful than Superman or Wonder Woman, but she's right around that same strength level. And I got to go, Big Barda. Mike. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's give it to Big Barda. She's just uh, she's a powerhouse. Chuck, is it a clean sweep? Yeah, I'm going to have to uh, count out a peer pressure here and go to, with Big Barda just because there's no competition. You know, we got someone who can go toe-to-toe with Jack Kirby's new gods. I mean, you know, anyone yeah. created by Jack Kirby usually destroys anybody except Superman and Batman. So there you go. All right. Big Barda into the next round. Kevin, this fight is yours. It is Mr. Freeze versus the Metal Men. Yeah, you know, I think... I'm going to give this one to Mr. Freeze totally because I think he could freeze them all. I think at this point, if he's come this far, he's, he's invented some type of weapon that's just going to it's just going to get him. I'm just going to get them all. So totally, Mr. Freeze. All right, uh, I think I think you are correct. I think he will say "freeze in hell" <laughs> and then uh, hit him with one of the freeze guns. And, and half of the metal men are very susceptible. Actually, you know what? All of the metal men are very susceptible to cold. Cold? Oh, Mercury's not. Uh, well, if you're able to freeze Mercury, it's extremely brittle. It's just, it's got a very, very, very uh, low freezing point. But I'm still going to go, Mr. Freeze. Mike? You know, I think I will go with the metal men on this. Uh, yeah, he can he can try to freeze them. He could maybe freeze one, but uh, while he's freezing one of them, iron just basically turns into a spike and goes through his head. <laughs> a vote for the metal men, Chuck. Uh, yeah, I got to side with Mike here. I think the metal men would defeat Mister Freeze just because Mister Freeze is just kind of a super intelligent guy that has to stay at really cold temperatures with a gun that freezes people, whereas we have kind of like T-1000 cyborgs, seven of them, okay? So even if Mr. Freeze could freeze six of them extremely quick, there's still a seventh that can just, boom, just freaking bust a spike right through his, you know, nuts, and he'll die, bleed to death. So, you know, I got to go with the metal men. A vote for the metal men. It's all tied up. Coming down to you, Brian. Who yeah, you? I'm, I'm giving it to the metal men. And yeah. Dude, classic as 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 probably the one of the you know few guys who's been reading the metal men since the '60s. Classic metal men is Mercury uh, throws himself on somebody and heats himself up really quick. That that happens. That's happened in so many metal men fights. I can't even think about it. And Mr. Freeze's main weakness is heat. So Her- Mer- Mercury wraps himself around Mr. Freeze, heats him up, while the rest of the team pounds him into the ground. Hey, it's, it's all over. And Metal Men are the first into the Final Four. On to our next fight. It is Starfire versus Batman. And um, for me, it's Starfire. It's Starfire all day long. 
yeah, Batman has, you know, bad alien repellent and bad this and bad that. But he's just a fucking dude. And he's not like Iron Man where he's a dude in a suit where he could go toe-to-toe with somebody. He's just a dude who knows shit. Fuck that. This is an alien that's super strong. Uh, she's not super fast, but she's got a ranged attack. And if she's got range on him, he's kind of fucked. So I'm going to go Starfire. Mike? I'm also going to go Starfire. Um, mainly because... I'm really tired of Batman always winning. That's his superpower. He always wins. It's him and Superman, and and they always find a way, figure out a way. Fuck that. I'm tired of that. I want him to go down just because of that. So, and he never should have beat Dick. And Starfire (laughs) loved it, too. (laughs) Yes, Starfire did So she would be so pissed at him for killing Dick, because she loved it more. She loved Dick more than him. (laughs) <laughs> and she yeah. would just fry him. Yeah, she almost married Dick. Yeah, yeah. They, they Bruce would have, but it's illegal. Bruce would have, but it is illegal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chuck. Wow. Um. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Batman here, using the exact opposite logic of Mike. Whereas, um, Batman is like the Sherlock Holmes of, of the DC universe. It's not about you know, oh, what power against this or whatever. It's about Batman is going to win no matter what. How the hell is he going to do it? You know, he's pretty much the most intelligent guy in the DC universe other than like Brainiac, Brainiac 5 and all those guys. Uh, so like Batman can like go toe-to-toe with anyone with a fucking batarang because somehow they'll figure out how to beat him. So Batman will just like bust out his crazy ass kung fu style shit and somehow beat Starfire and she'll start crying and you know just you know be decimated. Uh, vote for Batman, uh, Brian. Okay, one of my favorite panels of the Wolfman Teen Titans is is Robin standing like back to back with like. Uh, Cyborg and maybe Beast Boy and they're like in the middle of a firefight with Brother Blood's goons or Hive goons and there are ray blasts flying all over the place and Cyborg turns around and he's standing there with a bat shield and and deflecting beams all over the place and Cyborg's like where the hell did you get that? And he said I had it in the utility belt. If Robin has a bat shield in the utility belt then Batman has a bat shield in the utility belt. If Batman has a bat shield in the utility belt, then he can deal with Starfire's uh, long-range energy attacks. Plus, he can probably outfight her toe-to-toe. Plus, he's probably a better strategist and probably has something in his belt that will give him an edge if he can provoke her into getting close enough so that he can use it. Batman takes down people who are physically more powerful powerful than him all the time, and if he has something to counter their strengths, then they can't deal with their weaknesses. So it's Batman. A vote for Batman. It's all tied up. Coming down to you, Kevin, for a spot in the Final Four. Yeah. And if you ever want to be on the show again, no joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? You guys are going to hate me, but I hate to say it. I'm going to give it to Starfire. Oh. And the reason why, the reason why is because Batman wouldn't beat Starfire. Like He's I think, Batman. I, I, think, I think with Batman, like, he doesn't really fight the people that he knows. Like, he, he lets them kind of beat him, you know, like, because he wants to find out what's going on. And I think in, in, 
in this situation where if he came to the thing where he had to fight Starfire, you know, he would, you know, he would probably, you know, he'd probably give it up a little bit, you know, and try to find a see, you know, what was going on with her. I think, I think Starfire would be more powerful than too, and the same strength, you know, she's just, you know, she's got it. She's younger. She's just strong and. You know, I I think it's one of those situations where where Batman wouldn't really even contest to it. Like it wouldn't be a situation where he would fight, and I think he would lose. He'd be so confused with like, wow, I'm fighting Starfire. What the hell? Yeah, but know? he'd make her cry. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you know, because he, you know, Batman tends to, you know, he tends to go after you know the big guys. You know, he tends to take out the big guys, and when someone like that's kind of on his team is you know is is falling back, you know, he he tends to step back and look at the strategy of it all and Plus, I, know, I, I think she would move forward i really do she's so, really yeah, hot sorry starfire's got to go in into the contention you know starfire into the four yes thank you jesus who words red hair green eyed starfire yep. in the final four on to our next fight mike this one is yours it is billy batson versus hawkman Hmm. Well, you know, with this in this one, it is a guy with a, a mace and a claw glove <laughs> against a little child, and uh, I think it'll it'll go to Hawkman. A vote for Hawkman, Chuck. Yeah, I couldn't have put it any better than Mike could have. Uh, Hawkman. Another vote for Hawkman, uh, Brian. You know. Okay, if it's if it's Billy Batson versus Carter Hall, it's a grown man versus a little boy. That means that the grown man usually wins that in a fight. If it's Billy Bat, if it's they're using their powers and abilities, Billy Batson has the ability to summon the magic lightning to turn into Shazam. Except for the fact that Hawkman worked with Teth Adam thousands of years ago and he knows that maneuvers and so he's prepared for it and can counter it so in this instance even though Billy Batson can be Captain Marvel he doesn't get to be a chance to be Captain Marvel because Hawkman is more experienced so Hawkman a vote for Hawkman Kevin yeah you know I've I've expressed my uh, feelings for Billy Batson so you know I, I, I never really liked the character and uh Hawkman's JLA, so this is one of those things where I'm picking favorites. Totally Hawkman. A vote for Hawkman. And, uh, yeah, Hawkman doesn't really have any qualms about beating up children. He has none. He wouldn't, he would, he would beat up Billy Batson. But, um, I'm still picking Billy Batson because fuck Hawkman. I don't like him. He's a shitty character. Seriously. He's a guy who has wings. That was something that they made up in the 40s that they thought was cool. It's not fucking cool. They keep trying to remake the character. Nobody cool. buys... No, it's not. They keep trying He's to remake cool him. Character. He's a cool-looking character. Exactly. He's a very cool-looking character. But he's boring. But, yeah. yeah. Thunder, well, that's, well, that's not his fault that nobody could ride him. Yes, it is. Yeah, because he's, he's right. just you a know, cool-looking character. There's nothing to and, him. And he's you know, boring. Time, that's all you need is just, you know, if they look cool... He's got soul. You know, and he, he hooks up with uh, Hawk Girl. You know, he's kind of a pimp. Also, know? another lame character. A character that puts on fucking wings. I'm a warrior. Fuck that. Billy Batson gets a vote for me, but Hawkman is into the final four. And for the last spot in the final four, 
comes down to you, Chuck. It's Captain Adam versus Big Barda. Ooh. Uh, this is a tough one because they're both very strong characters. Um, but I'm going to give it to uh, Captain Adam just because I... Not only do I think he's a more classic character and cooler and has been in the DC universe longer, but I think when push comes to shove, he's just a more powerful character. He's just raw energy, raw power. Uh, not only can he fly and do general superhuman attributes, you know, super intelligence, super strength, but he's literally a nuclear explosion just kind of harnessed in a shell. So, Adam. A vote for Captain Adam, Brian. Yeah, but see, you if, if and if it was conventional terrestrial technology that he was going up against, I could I could buy that argument. But Barda is loaded with new god technology. She can fly. She's as strong. She has a negarod, which is also a ranged energy attack. Plus, she's been trained to be the head of Dark Seeds' uh, yeah. Fatal Furies or whatever the Dark hell. Side. Dark Side, yeah, Dark Side's uh, Furies. And so, because she's been, she's she was basically forged to be a weapon, a living human weapon. It would be a hell of a fight, but at the but at in the end, I think she would be able to gain advantage over Captain Adam because he doesn't have enough of a strength or power advantage over her to overwhelm her. So I'm giving it to Big Barda. Yeah, vote for Big Barda, uh, Kevin. I think in a scenario where those two ever had to brawl it out, I think uh, I think Captain Adam would be uh, really intimidated by the fact that she was this 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 hot chick, and I think uh, you know the fact that you know he can blow himself up and travel through time, you know I you know I think she's gonna get him. I think uh, she's gonna win. I think Big Barda is gonna be too big for him. Uh, vote for Big Barda. Um two words. I'm pulling it out. No, you know what? I might... No, I'm gonna pull it out Don't now. Travel. No. Fuck time Not traveling. traveling, yeah. She, Boom. Don't travel, man. Boom tube. Oh, look at this. Captain Adam's flying right at her full speed. He's gonna hit her as hard as she can. She opens up a boom tube. He ends up halfway across the universe. And then he time travels. I think it's gonna be like where he's like, hey, wow, you know, I beat her. And then like, wow, time traveler. Oh, she's pretty hot. Maybe no. No time traveling. The only time he gets to time travel is when he explodes. That's it. Time no time yeah, when, travel. When she hits him with a boom tube. Boom tube? He's not exploding. He's just being moved to a different part of the universe. She's postponing the fight. No, he's just out in the middle of nowhere, and he has to fly back to Earth. Take him a few years. I think he would travel through time and be ashamed that he beat Big Barda. I, th- uh, I think that's what it, what it would come down and, and to. Plus, there's no actual way he can beat Big Barda. But Big Barda gets a point from me, Mike. Yeah, I mean, uh, there have been a lot of great arguments made here. Um, but at the end of the day, Big Barda was created by Jack Kirby, Captain Adam was uh, created by Steve Ditko, and I think Jack Kirby would beat Steve Ditko in a fight. <laughs> I was changing the rules. <laughs> the Kirby versus Ditko argument again. Again. <laughs> yeah, I thought we avoided that. No, we did not. And Big Barda is into the final four. We've got the magnet. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no time travel on this one. We've yeah. got the metal. Would Kirby with time travel beat Ditko with a boom tube? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually he would. Um, uh, 
we've got the Metalman versus Starfire and Hawkman versus Big Barda. Brian, you take Metalman versus Starfire. Um. Okay, Starfire is pretty tough, but in this case, the Metalman have have numbers on her, and and working together as a team, they take out some some pretty big players. They take out you know Kimo, who is you know, a walking uh, chemical holocaust. So if they can handle Kimo, then they can probably handle Starfire. So I'm giving it to the Metal Man. Uh, vote for the Metal Man. Kevin? Yeah, you know, you know the Metal Man, they've had their run. They've been good on everything. And uh, I just don't think they could deal with it. You know, Starfire, she can fly. And she can, she would take them all out. It would just be that simple at that point. You know, she's beaten Batman. You know, she's just... She's gotten it done. I think. I think Starfire is uh, is just gonna vaporize them. It's just that simple. A vote for Starfire. Um, yeah, I don't think she'll vaporize them, but she will beat them because Brian, your, your stipulation for the Metal Men is them working together as a team. But they very rarely work together as a team. <laughs> it's like two or three of them will be working together, and the other one will be fucking around, and then oh, they'll stumble into winning. Uh, trying to hook up with Starfire. There, you're right. Gold would be trying to hook up with Starfire, maybe even Ten. But um, yeah, Starfire, she's pretty invulnerable. She probably vaporized a couple of them because they are just robots. You know, they they are T1000 robots, but T1000 can be destroyed. So I'm going to go with Starfire, Mike. Uh, I'm going to uh, give it to the Metalman uh, again. The there are. Somewhere between five and seven, or maybe even nine of them, uh, they can they can just sort of do that that swarm. She Jumping. can take out one of them while the other ones attack, and and yeah, in most of the time they they do just fuck around, but in the end they always do, even if by accident, work as a team and do what they need to do mm. to get it done. And in this case, I think they could do it. You know, it's that. T-1000 technology done creatively. They could go inside her, uh, fill up all her capillaries and expand or something. I mean, there's there's some wicked stuff you could do with that sort of shape-changing metal. All right. There you go, Mike. Voting against the woman again. No big deal. It's all tied up. Coming down to you there, Chuck. Yeah, I'm sorry, Damon, but I'm going to have to jump on the bandwagon here with Mike now that... International Women's Day is officially over. I can vote against the women and go with the metal men. Uh, Just going with the classic geek fights logic argument that uh, went along with Josie and the Pussycats, there's more of them. There you go. Even if, okay, uh, they don't work as a team, their objective is to kill this one person. So it wouldn't even matter if they don't work as a team. Metal men. They can't fly, though. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they, can turn into, they turn themselves oh, into like a, uh, a glider it's alright the metal men are in the final mm-hmm. and we've got one more spot uh, Kevin this fight is yours it is Hawkman versus Big Barda Ooh. oh that's a tough one that's a tough one you know once again I you know I gotta I gotta go for Hawkman he's a uh, He's JLA. He's he's old school. I think he uh I think he'd take her out. You know, it would, it, it wouldn't be anything uh, personal. It's just the fact that you know he's he's a warrior. Okay, okay, Hawkman. Seriously, Hawkman. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, okay. I think, I think there. I think he would just get it done. You're, you know, you're... I, you know, they're they're. You know, he's got the whole JLA backing him. Oh, okay. You know? And uh, you know, if she got out of control, you know, I mean, he's 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 hooked up with hot girls. So there's no yeah, yeah. It's sexual not, stuff involved it, in it that. It doesn't even he's, matter. I think he's just. I think he's just going to defeat her. You know I mean? She's gonna. She's gonna rise up and and be a warrior. But like, he's a warrior. Like he's he's. No, you know, he's, he's kind of like that personification. Here it goes. Well, I, Here's I think how it she goes would down. Be intimidated with him, I think she would be like, "Wow, it's Hawkman. I'm, I'm, I'm fucked." There's no intimidation, Kevin. None whatsoever. Hawkman is, I don't know. Let, let's bump him up to, I don't know, close to. I'm sticking to my story. I, I know you're sticking to your story, but Big Barda is Superman level strength. Period. She's invulnerable. She has all kinds of ridiculous training, way more than Hawkman. And then, you, and then you, you you factor in the fact that Hawkman is not invulnerable. He's a guy with wings. What the fuck? What, he's going to throw his mace exactly. at her. He's going to yeah. throw his mace, and oh, it's going to bounce off her, and she's going to go, that's it? Really? Like, oh, man. And then Hawkman she's going to clean his fucking clock. Big Barter gets like, a point for me. Like Hawkman is coming for me. No, that's not what's going to happen, Mike. <laughs> uh, well, you know, clearly it's it's Barda because uh, you know she was also in the Justice League. Um, mm. She was actually in my favorite version of the Justice League. Uh, Hawkman is known because he's an archaeologist for having. Um, you know, amazing ancient weapons, but she has new god weapons. She has future weapons. Even the uh, the Sanagaran tech from uh, the Silver Age Hawkman can't top that. Plus, uh, like you said, she's basically just physically without the weapons. She's she can fight Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman would beat the shit out of Hawkman. Uh, Big Barda gets another point. Uh, Chuck. Uh, even though it's a uh, female versus male superhero here, I think uh, Big Barda is so powerful uh, that, you know, she's the kind of person that could just, you know, play with the men in the NBA. Not only would she play with the men in the NBA, she'll punch Dwight Howard in the face. So I'm going with Big Barda. <laughs> I'll vote for Big Barda. He's getting defeated here. Uh, uh, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, Barda's a powerhouse. And I can I, I I agree with all of your arguments to a point. You know, ex, you know, the only thing is that that you're not taking into account the nth metal, which Hawkman uses, which is often used as a wild card. Uh, Barda's only yeah. invulnerable when she's in her uh, apocalyptic armor, and. If you you know if you if you use the the instrumental as a wild card, then there's a possibility he might be able to get through some of her invulnerability. He could probably deal oh, yeah. with her uh, her energy weapons. And in terms of being a warrior, I think they're pretty pretty close in terms yeah, of just and, and in terms of 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 aesthetics. So she has, she has some advantages. He has some advantages. And I'm going to give my vote to Hawkman just, to, you know, just not to make him look like a punk because I think people aren't yeah. just considering all of his strengths. He, he is, is a punk. He is a punk. punk. 
He is because he's out of the finals. <laughs> it's Big Barda <laughs> versus the Metalman. Yeah. <laughs> and Chuck. Yeah, I tried there. It's yours. Fun time. Um, hmm. This is a very tough call because, again, just like Josie and the Pussycats, there's a lot more metal men. But in the end, when push comes to shove, generally speaking, in 95% of the scenarios in comic books that I've ever read involving the metal men, the metal men are usually enthralled to some third party or some other power. Usually somebody's controlling them. There's some kind of puppet master, and they're programmed with some kind of purpose from some person who is smarter or conceived them first, whereas Big Barda comes kind of from the Jack Kirby world of new gods, someone who, you know, almost kind of like a like a, a cosmic space Amazonia who kind of determines her own fate. And for that logic alone, I'm going for Big Barda. A vote for Big Barda. Brian. Well... Uh, Barda's pretty tough, but she does have at least two weaknesses. Um, Mr. Miracle and Oberon the Dwarf. So, if it came down to it, if it was one of these scenarios where the middlemen were being controlled, all they would have to do would be capture Oberon and threaten to pop his little head off, and Barda would stand down. That being said... Then there's also the whole scenario where the metal men, their arch enemy, their guy who they fight is Kimo. Kimo is a hundred, three hundred foot tall sack of toxic chemicals, <laughs> and it's it's like this it's this like walking monstrosity that spews acid and chemical waste and fire all over the place. And this is basically what they do. This is the, this is their guy. This is who they fight. So if they're powerful enough to take out um, uh, Kimo, and if you know Big Barter has as big a weakness as having her husband and her husband's best friend threatened, then there's got to be a way that they could take them out, that they could take Barter out for the championship. This is everything is on the line. This is you know they they no 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 stops. This is it. All this is all the marbles, <laughs> then they're gonna go for it. They do what they have to do. So your vote goes to the metalman, Kevin. Yeah, you know, I think when it comes down to it, I think the metalman, they're just not team players. They're just not gonna have uh what it takes to take her out. I mean if she's if she's gotten this far and she's uh you know, she's gonna blow it up. I think she's gonna take them out. I'm, they're they're gonna be so confused by this giant hot Amazon woman and she's going to be slicing through them like it was nothing like slicing through the metal like it was butter and so Big Barda yeah totally oh for Big Barda uh yeah there's more of them doesn't really work in this fight because it really wouldn't work against Wonder Woman or Superman there's more of them but they can be destroyed I, I mean it's not like they're completely invulnerable like she might have a hard time with iron maybe maybe yeah she'd take his ass out just but like. but but right that's the thing they're they are just metal that could be destroyed like they they'll be rebuilt later because they're they always organized. are but yeah i gotta go big barda mike 
Yeah, it's definitely Big Barda. I don't I don't care how many metal men you throw at her. <laughs> They're not going to hurt her. Right. So it'll just take her longer to destroy them all. Yeah. I want to change my vote to Batman. <laughs> you can't Batman versus Big Dick. Barda, it's huh? Dick. <laughs> <laughs> and the metal men are the losers. And Big Barda is the winner. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. I also oh, like yeah. to thank our guests for joining us for doing. Uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Uh, Chuck. Yeah, yeah. You know, you guys. Thanks for having me on tonight. Well, I you can't plug it. yet. I haven't plugged oh, to yeah. let you go. Oh. It's Chuck's turn to plug. Well, well thanks, <laughs> Chuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, sometime this week uh-huh. I'm going to start um, updating a new website I've been working on called www.oldnj.com, which is uh, about uh, local New Jersey history. The first story we're going to do is about the history of uh, Patterson, New Jersey. Uh, also, I'm a big collector of uh, heavy metal magazine, and I'm looking for uh, specific issues uh, if you're interested in trading, um, I got a whole shitload of issues of heavy metal. Uh, email me at chuckmaster83 at yahoo.com. All right, Brian, do you have anything to plug this time around? Uh, well, you know, last time on the uh, Lost episode, I, I plugged Del Taco because Michael wasn't here to plug Del Taco. So I will plug Del Taco. And if you happen to be in the, in the 14 Mile Clawson area and you're a fan of sushi and Japanese uh, groceries, you might want to stop in at Noble Fish. Noble Fish. Noble for, fish. The best, for the Noble best fish. fish sushi in town. Plus, you can Red buy Japanese sushi. toys. <laughs> uh, Kevin, now do you have anything you like to plug? No, I just want to thank you guys, and this was a lot of fun. This was a uh, good time, so I appreciate you guys having me on. <laughs> no, like your comic book store? Yeah, fuck that. No. <laughs> good stuff, man. No plugging. I ain't, I ain't plugging anything. Especially since we're going to be plugging it later. Yeah, I'm glad hey you have me on. Uh, but uh, I, w- I would also like to thank Mania.com for having an awesome geek site. For all things Trek, look no further than SubspaceCommunique.com and their Life After Trek podcast. For all your DVD needs, check out DVDgeeks.tv. A uh, special thanks goes out to Karen for being our web presence. Uh, check out what she's been doing on the Geek Fights Tumblr. And, of course, Jarrett Formby for the pimped-out intros he creates. You can read his blog, Hey Star Trek, at HeyStarTrek.net. Mike? You can find me on the Zod Complex podcast at zodcomplex.com. You can find us uh, at geekfights.net. You can email us at geekfights at gmail.com. You can also uh, email us individually. Uh, you can do info at, geekfight, info at geekfights.net, mike at geekfights.net, uh, damon at geekfights.net. Um, you can uh, find us on Facebook and on Twitter, uh, where uh, you can talk to Karen, as Damon mentioned before. Um, and you can find us at C2E2. Yeah, we're going to be hanging out at the Warp 9 booth, the place where Kevin works. <laughs> it's uh, booth uh, 437. Uh, it's going to be there. It's going to be awesome. Uh, be there. Come and hang out with us. Be on the show. We're going to be doing... Uh, what are we doing? Real world, uh, best real world superpowers, best real world superpower, and uh, robots versus aliens on the show floor. We're going to be doing that. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Oh, before I forget, uh, Jared was on Megapodzilla a couple weeks ago. 
Uh, I forgot to say something about it last week. I'm saying something about it now. So terribly sorry. Check it out. It's pretty cool. I like the podcast, uh, Megapodzilla. And uh, wh- wh- what else do we have to do? Oh, yeah, rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs> we haven't said that in a while, and nobody's rated and reviewed us since December. Seriously. Five stars. Well, you don't have to do five stars. Just, like, give us a review. Four stars. One star is cool, and just you guys fucking suck. I'm fine with that. And if you'd like to be on the panel, uh, just contact us. All it really takes is um, the ability to communicate in some way, shape, or form. You have to be able to type with your fingers. Yes, that that will work, too. It helps. Oh, Um, yeah, and fuck Tiki Barber. Or have a helper monkey. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell does Tiki Barber have to do with anything? Uh, he has everything. He, he, he should have been on this panel. Okay, okay. <laughs> we okay. Had the, the DC superheroes versus Tiki Barber. Yeah, well, they win. Uh, are, yeah. What the hell is a Tiki Barber? He is a football player. Oh, he, he resigned is? before he could, you know, even fight anybody. Yeah. He uh, well, he was a football player, yeah. but that that's beyond the point. Beaten, he might have beaten Mister Freeze, man. <laughs> <laughs> This is so not bizarre. Big Barter. I mean, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, definitely not Big Barter. You know what our upcoming battles are. Uh, <laughs> any and all ideas are welcome. Until uh, next you know, time, everyone. You know what else is welcome? Okay. Some more Damon Slash fiction would be welcome. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Of any kind. How about some Damon Barter Slash? Yeah. Damon Slash Actually, any, any yeah, Barter Slash would be fine. Huh? Uh, I'll, I'll read some, some Barter Slash on the air. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fellas. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. It was a good All time. Damon right. slash rural flush game. <laughs> Until next time, everybody. Damon slash Jonah Hex. Keep ooh, fighting ooh. the geek fight. Good. Plastic man. Bye. Hey, guys. <laughs> Fucking cock weasels. I hate <laughs> Damon slash cock weasels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's his superhero name. Oh, the <laughs> cock weasel. <laughs> The Cockweasel, yes. So send in drawings of the character Cockweasel. Weasel. (laughs) Put them on the site. Nobody will do that. I'm fine with that. I am the Cockweasel. I don't know. I think we got some artists out there, right? Yeah, Yeah. we we have quite a few, but still. What's the Cockweasel's powers? I don't know. Uh, Being a dick? Yeah. Oh, there you go. He has the powers of a Cockweasel. Yeah. The proportionate strength of a cock weasel. The proportionate speed of a cock weasel. Was he bitten by a cock weasel? <laughs> no. <laughs> a genetically altered cock weasel. <laughs> Not an irradiated cock weasel? No, no. Radiation is so 1970. <laughs> cock goes the weasel. <laughs> That's a battle cry. Oh, wait a second. This is wait a second. I like this. Um, I gotta hang up. There's <laughs> Well, we so got tired. black guys voting for Confederates on this program. What the hell is this shit? Hey, there was something wrong with that. I voted yeah, for a no, woman in the end. Yeah, you know, you know what? about you time. Should. You know what? You know what? As, as as they say on the Dwayne McDuffie boards, just because he's wearing a Confederate jacket doesn't mean he's a racist. He's yeah, yeah, he's just a NASCAR fan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's also a racist. <laughs> Not necessarily, but I'm hanging up on you guys. Good night. All right. Good Fuck night. you.
Oh yeah, I'm still recording. I'm just making sure. His mic fucking fucked up. <laughs> we work early, and we have to record another episode tomorrow night, and I have to be to work early on on uh, Thursday. I hate you so much, Mike. This is just testing your dedication. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, see, because as, as the, uh, as the uh, cosmic boy of the Legion of Geeks, dude, this is to be expected. Yeah. It, it already... Damon's um, cosmic boy? Huh? Damon's cosmic boy? Yeah, you're lightning lad. I'm lightning lad? Oh, dude, I lose my arm? Oh, man. <laughs> that ain't right. Who's Saturn Girl? You want to be Saturn Girl? Who is Saturn Girl, then? Um, I don't think we have a Saturn Girl. Wow. Yo, Mama. Uh, Well, Pete Pete has been (laughs) Peter Michael. Yeah, Peter Michael. Michael. Let's make Michael Saturn Girl. Because he's a bitch. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, You can be Brainiac 5. 